0: Welcome to the broadcast here and the uh, program uh, Good News Europe, direct from Oslo, Norway to the rest of the world. Uh, We are so thankful to God that we can fulfill a prophecy that was made uh, 57 years ago when the great healing evangelist. Uh, David Noon visited Norway with a healing revival meeting back in 1965. Then he prophesied to this uh, location that from this place shall television signals uh, and broadcasts go out to the whole world. And of course at that time Norway had one state channel. Uh, and uh, they had only had it, uh, black and white TV for uh, six years. And that was impossible thinking, you know. But uh, the Lord spoke to David nude and he prophesied. And the pastor of this church that don't uh, exist now, uh, he had faith. So he made room in the walls here for television camera and they t- took cables inside the walls to make that ready and here we are then uh, uh, 57 years later and fulfilled this prophecy mm-hmm. can you give the lord a hand mm-hmm. amen and tonight we have with us the moleha uh, and he's friend, direct from Oslo, Norway. Welcome. Give them a hand. Hallelujah. Worship Jesus with us.
1: I'm e glorify your name. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence is with us. You alone are worthy. You deserve it all. I'm going to dance and praise him. It doesn't matter what comes my way. Amen. Amen. yourself, you will draw us to yourself, Lord. Lord, as we worship you, as we desire to worship you, show your glory, show your glory to people. Thank you, Jesus. This is my desire. Desire. Lift your voice and sing to him. This is my desire.
0: yes you may be seated if you can Uh, we have uh, we believe in revival in Europe that's why we call this program Good News Europe you know there is revival all around the world beside of Europe we live in a post-christian time in Europe but we believe in revival and we believe in reformation and that's why this message goes out from Oslo on uh, Vision Norge and Vision Heaven, or English-speaking channel. And um, one man that really believe in a revival, and, but not only in revival, but also believe in reformation, that is Pastor Jan Torp from Oslo. Give him a clap, a big hand when he come here. Uh, to minister, thank you. Thank you for coming,
2: thank Jan Ogen. I'm honored. Ha- hallelujah. I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much. You know, uh, back in the, the 90s, I had a friend. His name was Frank Caleb Janssen. And he was quite controversial in Norway, uh, so much so that actually he much of the time spent here in uh, America where there was more... Uh, you know, space for him, and he could do more great things for the global missionary movement. But then one day back in Norway, he said to me, Jan, Jan Oge, can you go and visit the TV station that Jan Hanvol is trying to start in Oslo? And that was back in 98 or 99 or something. So I, of course, I had heard, you know, things about Jan Hanvoll. So I thought, well, I like that. Because I always go to those who are not respected by everyone. Those who everyone has given up on. So I went there and I think I was a guest three times or so. Late in the 90s. You probably forgot this, Jan. That was in the old days. But you know, I believe that God uses people in a powerful way who are nothing in themselves. And God raises us up to be what he wants to do. That's the message of transformation that God has for people today, when he can do it in a preacher like Jan Hanvel, he can do it in a preacher like Jan Ogetorp, he can do it for you, he can do it for your family, he can do it for your nation, and for continents. That is the way God does it. God is a God of transformation. I like to talk about transformation more than reformation. Because Reformation, we often limit to think about the the important Protestant Reformation 500 plus years ago. You know, Martin Luther and John Calvin and the like. But transformation is about the whole person. It's about all of society. It's not limited to five truths. It's to every dimension, every sphere of society, every sphere of your life. So that was my first encounter with Jan Hanvel, through the man Frank Caleb Jansen. Today we're here in this beautiful new studio, 28, here in Oslo. And I'm the, the pastor of Oslo Church here, a wonderful church. We gather many nations here in Oslo. That's what we're doing. That's what God called us to do, to bring together the nations in Oslo. So actually we have a vision of bringing together 100 nationalities in one church. We haven't gotten there yet but at times we have 25 nationalities and we're gonna have more because God does it that way. He wants to bring change to a city. He wants, he's not only interested in big nations, but even cities. And two years ago, God spoke to me about Oslo and he said, there will come a time of shalom in Oslo. There will come a time of peace, uh, God-given unity. And that is happening. You know, God is tearing down walls not, not even so much so within the Pentecostal churches. Often we are the worst of the bunch. We're so segregated. We keep people out, and you know we talk about unity uh, continents away. But here in Oslo, but I'm seeing how God is putting us together with people in totally different realms of life. I'm not going to spell it out, but I believe that God is doing a great work of unity, of peace. Of shalom in this city Amen. now I'm also the president of European apostolic leaders it's a movement we started by the grace of God officially in 2013 but it really started back in 2002 when uh, one of my big mentors Peter Wagner uh, he asked me it's because I was a member of the, his organization International Coalition of Apostles and he said Yanage gather the Apostles in Europe and I said I don't know any apostles in Europe. Well, you're one, he said. Well, I don't think I am, I said. Well, you are, I I, I know the fruits of what you're doing, he said. So I I did it, I traveled all over Europe and I gathered about uh, 45 gals and gals uh, from about 30 nations of Europe and we had a wonderful two-day gathering here in Oslo and that sparked something, which then there were a lot of turmoil and stuff that happened totally started in 2013. And since 2016, we've been going very strong in the nations of Europe. The thing that God said to us, and he actually used the prophet Chuck Pierce. He came to us in Oslo on January 20th in 2016. We're only a small gathering, maybe about 70 people. And uh, my wife, Ina and I, who's here today with my, my family, uh, we, we thought that now a lot of people would come alongside us, you know, and stand with us because Chuck prophesied. Now the battle for Europe is starting, and you have five years to win the battle. You have five years to stand up and give everything. And if you don't do it, I will. The Lord will allow this nation to go to the hands of of the, the evil one. And we took it seriously, and not many followed us, but we started. And God built has built alliances for us and with us all over the nations of Europe. And one of the amazing things is how he has knitted us together with people from other denominations like Catholics, uh, Orthodox, Anglicans, even Coptic Christians uh, from all over Europe. And we see how we're standing together. A lot of them are people who passionately follow Jesus. And they have a real passion for justice, for those who are downtrodden, You know, if we care about everything about a person, about their uh, inner healing, about their physical healing, but we don't care about it when they face injustice, there's something missing in our lives. So the Lord has spoken to us that there's a combination that must go together, worship and justice. That's become more and more a slogan for us, worship and justice. And we see that when we worship God, he comes in a powerful way. The presence of God comes and justice flows out from us. One of the first men of God that I was knitted together with was Dr. Benoni Ardilian, a vice president of the Romanian parliament. And we got to know each other in 2016. And since then, we've been close together. A couple of years later, I got to know Yeshi Kostniewski, the president of Ordo Iuris Legal Institute in, um, in Poland, uh, Benoni being a Baptist. And uh, yes, being a Catholic, very devout Catholic as well. He actually was raised through the uh, charismatic oasis movement in Poland, which had a powerful impact on the nation. And he testifies how God used the charismatic gifts to, to bring change to his life. And now he is spearheading the cause for justice in Europe in a powerful way. And he and I, we've traveled the world together. We've spoken for, to the United Nations and Nairobi to 10,000 people. We've spoken in many settings. And now in just uh, two months from now, he is coming to Oslo with Dr. Benoni to our uh, European Apostolic leaders gonna have here. Thank you to Jan Hanmel for letting us have it this place. We're gonna have it here in Studio 28, uh, which sees 320 people, a beautiful uh, state-of-the-art uh, facility and uh, many of the meetings will be televised, the evenings, live. And our keynote speaker for the evenings, all four evenings, is uh, our wonderful friend through many years, Cindy Jacobs. Uh, I've hosted her in Norway a couple of times, uh, many years ago, and we've kept our close friendship. Uh, and I and I, who've been married now 11 years, she has been so meaningful, important to us, uh, giving us counsel and, and support and encouragement in dire times. And she's coming, she's like a mother of the transformational and prayer movement of the world. Uh, and we're gonna gather uh, people, uh, apostolic leaders, prophetic leaders from about, uh, probably about 30, 35 nations of Europe, even today, uh, the leader of the great movement in Bulgaria, he registered, um, and I, I, I get it every day now, as we just announced this a couple of days ago, and it's it's coming all over the place. And, uh, and we're also opening up for, for leaders who might not Regard themselves as, as apostolic leaders here in Scandinavia, but prayer leaders, people who are passionate about prayer, who are very involved in real ministry in prayer. We want you to be also able to come and be a part of this. So uh, the registration information will go out through the European Apostolic Leaders webpage. I'm sure we'll, we're going to be allowed to have it on uh, Jan Hanvel's uh, TV page as well. And um, and then you should register because it's first come, first served. And we're having many leaders from all over Europe that will come, even from uh, others from America, from Canada, uh, from uh, South Africa. There will be uh, a worldwide gathering of leaders who will come together to deliberate, to discuss, to listen, to learn, to pray, and to prophesy. Uh, and uh, Cindy, I, sa- I asked Cindy, will you prophesy during those meetings? I mean, it's... It's a pretty hostile environment in Norway, you know. If you prophesy on television, uh, and especially if you're together with myself and uh, Benoni Adelian and Yosuke Kosniewski, you know. They, they run big news stories about our, our prophetic ministry, etc. And, of course, on TV Vision, they know a lot about this. Uh, but she said, of course I'll prophesy. Of course I will. Because my, it's my gift. It's my calling. And I have a word, I'll bring it uh, to Norway and to Europe. So it's gonna be a powerful setting. Now, let me just finish off by a couple of points. You know, Europe is a a continent encompassing about, between, depending on how you define it, 48 and 55 nations. And there's about 750 million people living in these nations. And uh, it's a nation of great history and tradition, of great importance to the world. Um, and, um, And we believe that God has a plan for this continent. Uh, we believe that God is bringing transformation and revival to this continent. You know, it's, it is so important to understand that we cannot just have a theory about what is right. We cannot just be a member of a church, but we have to have a personal encounter with Jesus Christ. I say this everywhere I go. Even just one week ago, I spoke at the big Islam conference in Cairo, Egypt, uh, to uh, 60 mufti, uh, grand muftis of 60 nations and uh, they know i'm a believer they know i follow jesus they know i believe in the bible they know that jesus for me is the only way to god they know that i believe in the triune godhead but they also know that i love them and i respect them and i preach the same message whether i'm with muslims or not but you see god has a plan and our message must be clear we cannot compromise our message You know, my my great Catholic friends, my great Coptic friends, Orthodox friends, Anglican friends, they have different emphases. But at the same time, there's a great renewal going on in the midst of these churches. And God is doing a work. I was saying to the the main speaker here today, Matt Matt King, uh, just before we started, that because he's from Bethel Ministries over in Reading, you know, with uh, Bill Johnson as the leader and the pastor and the apostle. And I said to him, Do you know who is the most popular preacher in Slovakia? He said, No. He probably thought I was thinking about the Pope or someone, you know? I said, Bill Johnson, he's the most popular preacher among Catholics in Slovakia, as well as in Czech Republic, as in Poland and many nations of, uh, that are Catholic and Orthodox. You know, the message goes out because people long for Jesus. People long for a touch of the Holy Spirit to change our lives. We cannot just have a theory, but we must have a vibrant experience of him in our lives. And God changes lives, changes families, and he in the same way changes cities and nations and continents you know we're making rapid strides as an apostolic movement uh we we call ourselves the european apostolic movement uh, or uh, leaders but actually we we have now members in many continents and we will continue with expansion but still our heart is in europe and uh, the the main scripture that we build upon is uh, the creation mandate of genesis 128 God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. See, this is what God wants us to do, to be fruitful and to multiply and to subdue the earth. That does, does not mean to dominate. That is not, does not mean to, to, to uh, bully people around. That does not may, mean to, to try and manipulate our ways. We come with clean hands. And We come with clean hands uh, hearts. And if we have anything other than that, God will stop us. But you see, God wants us to fulfill the nations and cities and families and homes of Europe. That is what is happening today. And when he says this, there is no real distinction between this and the great mandate that I as an evangelical Christian love and that motivates me, has motivated me ever since I was born in Japan to missionary parents from Norway. And I saw my mom and dad first in Japan and then in Thailand, winning people for Christ, while at the same time loving and working together with Buddhists and Shintos and Taoists and whatever. They came with this great mandate from Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. You see, we have a mandate that motivates us. It's not our own visions. I mean, let go of my own visions. I don't care about my visions. I mean, God has shattered my visions. Uh, There are a few things that have been with me all time, but I've seen how the Holy Spirit has led me to other dimensions. I would never have chosen the strategy that the Holy Spirit has chosen, but it has led us to the echelons of power. I've spoken to parliaments all over Europe. I lead meetings in parliaments all over Europe. I'm able to do stuff that I would never have been able to do if I was the most popular Pentecostal preacher in Norway because God sends me to stuff. I met, I, I, I landed in Addis Ababa a couple of years ago and I saw a couple of Norwegian preachers. Not going to say their name, but good guys, you know. And, uh, they and they barely saw me, you know. And I said, Hi, uh, good to see you, you know. And yeah, where are you going? I said, Oh, yeah, you know, we're going there to South Sudan. And, Ah, am going to preach there and you know? all. Wonderful. I said, they didn't ask me. So I thought, I'll tell them. Well, I'm going to the United Nations in Nairobi and I'll be speaking there uh, to the, the population uh, meeting for 10,000 leaders all over, all over the world. And they looked at me as if I was from another planet. You know, it was totally irrelevant for them. But God wants us to be there where things happen. So many churches in Europe are totally irrelevant, especially us evangelicals. We are in hubs for ourselves. I see immigrant churches, some are great, are impacting uh, their cities and nations. Others, they don't even know what's going on 500 meters from where they're meeting. See, God wants us to be in the thick of this. And so when we gather for European Apostolic Strategy Meeting in this place on April 28th to May 1st, from Thursday night till Sunday, we're going to gather also leaders of various colors from all over Europe, because I want us to stand together. They're some of my best friends, some of the best and most passionate leaders. But we need to strategize together, and then we'll see great things come out of it. I believe God has raised up this studio, Jan Hanwell, to great things. and I, I hope and trust that when we gather all these leaders from many nations to here, that they will even get an input from you and your, your key staff about how to expand television into their nations, all over Europe, because television is a mighty tool for the gospel to reach out to the ends of the earth. So God bless you all, my friends. We are with you. God bless you in everything you do. And don't forget, look into the webpage, europeanapostolicleaders.eu, and you can read the rest.
0: Bye-bye for now. Amen. Give uh, Jan Ogen a big hand here. Hallelujah. Well, we praise God that God is sending people from all over the world to Norway because Norway is a very special country. Because the Vikings, we changed Europe, the the history of Europe. Leif Erikson, the great Viking, discovered America 500 years before Christopher Columbus. We had uh, (laughs) many... Uh, people like uh, like Fridtjof Nansen you know that was was uh, uh, going over the North Pole and then we have uh, tour that was a sailor and then we have of course the Nobel Peace Prize and uh, many many other thing and of course the revival start in Norway uh, in fact, from Oslo, with TB Barat, the Pentecostal movement all over Europe spread from, from Oslo, Norway. And uh, t- t- two young girls that were 16 years old, they, uh, they was baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit, and went to Germany. They couldn't even speak German. And they get hold of a German priest that could speak Norwegian, so he interpreted for them. And I met this lady, uh, Dagmar Engström. She became 105 years old. Hallelujah. So we believe, you know, that with Vision Heaven, it shall spread out to the end of the world. Hallelujah. You know, we was the first to start Christian satellite TV in Europe back in 1984. Um, we, we start, um, Pastor Hans Bratteru um, and me, we start European Broadcasting Network, and we was on a satellite a three over a day from uh, 1984 to 1987. And um, we sold airtime to American preachers, and it was forbidden to launch up here and send from Norway. So we have to bring these video tapes down to Paris and and broadcast them from Paris. That's a a story, but we was far uh, far, uh, out over time, before the time, before people have dishes and so on. But no, we are on, hallelujah, Uh, And bringing the good news, uh, Europe, that's what we talk about. And that's why we also want people to say, come over and help us. And Europe has been a place for two worldwide wars. And uh, we are on the edge to the third world war. Shall also that start in Europe? No. When the people of God said no. Uh, It will not happen because what we bind on the earth is bound in heaven And what we lose on earth is loosed in heaven. So let us just pray now we bless uh, President Putin we bless uh, Zelensky uh, in uh, Ukraine we bless Biden and we talk peace into them in the name of Jesus Hallelujah so come with us now We stop this war in Jesus' wonderful name. We don't want to have the third world war here in Europe. Okay? Amen. Heavenly Father, we pray now. We bless uh, Putin. We bless Zelensky. We bless Biden. And we, uh, we ask you to bring peace to them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your blessing shall be upon Europe. Instead of war, it shall be revival and transformation hallelujah oh this nation lord hallelujah we pray for that that the good news shall take europe hallelujah and a a great revival shall take place and a great reformation shall take place so we ask you to come with you uh, you divine wisdom you divine knowledge you divine understanding and bring peace in to Europe, hallelujah, so Europe can be one in Jesus' wonderful name, and all the people said, amen, we go for peace, amen, please, worship God.
1: I have come to give back to you. I have come to say thank you, Lord. I have come to give back to you. Yeah. I have come to say thank you, Lord. Help sing, I have come. I have come to give back to you. I have come to say thank you, Jesus. I have come to say thank you, Lord. We have come to give back to you. back to you Lord. I have come to give back to you. Jesus we have come to say thank you. I have come to say thank you Lord. Take, 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 take all the praise. Take all the praise. come to say thank you,
0: Jesus. Amen. One
1: thing we ask of you, Lord. Change our Lord, come and change our life. One thing lives. we ask of you, Lord. One thing we ask of One you. One thing that we desire. One thing that we desire. And as we worship you, and as we worship you. Lord, come and change our life. Lord, come and change our life. you one thing we ask of one You, thing, one, thing. one thing that we desire. As we worship You, Lord, and as we worship You, Lord, come and change our lives, Lord. Oh, e Jesus. One more time.
0: We say uh, we uh, need people here in Europe to bring the good news, to bring revival, and uh, these wonderful people from Africa have uh, come here. We have sent old missionaries to all over the world in the past, and uh, uh, a lot of people are coming back to Europe and to remind us that they uh, (laughs) got saved. Through the European missionaries. And even from Australia, God sending people from down under to Norway, to Europe, to help us to evangelize Europe again. And the next speaker here is then Matt King. Welcome. Give him a hand. Amen. Hallelujah.
3: Thank you so much, Jan. Thank you so much. Amen.
0: You're welcome. Thank you.
3: I am so thankful for Jan, what a tremendous man of God and Jan I honour you and thank you for what you are doing in this nation, Uh, I am truly, truly in awe of you and all that you've accomplished through this uh, Vision Norga and Vision Heaven, Uh, thank you for your leadership and your courage. Well, it's a joy to be here. I love that the the focus tonight is first Jesus, of course, but secondly, Europe. I absolutely love that that is the focus of this evening. And uh, to all of you watching, uh, I am delighted to be with you, uh, albeit digitally. It is a joy and an honor. My name is Matt King. Uh, I made the wonderful decision eight and a half years ago to marry a Norwegian Viking princess. Her name is Elizabeth and uh, I am so glad I did that, and uh, we met all the way over in California in America, uh, but she's Norwegian, and uh, we've been married for eight years. We have two children who were born in this great nation of Norway, and uh, twins. I like to tell people that God gave us double for our trouble, and uh, we we had a lot of loss enough in, our, in uh, having children actually my wife and I unfortunately lost a lot of babies and the Lord spoke to me and said for all that the enemy stolen I'm gonna pay back double and uh, two years ago the Lord gave us twins and uh, so I'm the father to Noah and Amelia I yeah thank you Jesus for that I, I tell that story often wherever I go because I like the enemy just to hear it again and uh, My name is Matt. Uh, I'm an evangelist uh, in Europe. Uh, I I lead an evangelism ministry. Uh, I'm also the primary vision carrier of Resurrection Belgium, uh, which is a ministry uh, uh, of many persons and denominations and ministries uh, in Belgium uh, that's united together to seeing the flag of Jesus Christ flown in the heart of Europe, which is Brussels, Belgium. And uh, so Resurrection Belgium, I'm the primary vision carrier, though there are many wonderful people leading it together. So that's Resurrection Belgium. Uh, But I am from Australia. I love my nation. Uh, I want to tell you just first of all how I came to know Jesus there. Uh, My mother was, uh, when I was eight years old, my mother was actually in deep depression. Uh, My mother had, um, you know, just been in long-term depression and... A friend pursued my mother with the love of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for friends that pursue friends with the love of Jesus Christ. And this friend pursued my mother with the love of Jesus, and my mother surrendered her life to God in this friend's living room in Canberra, Australia, uh, when I was eight years old. And my mom got saved, Uh, her life began to be transformed, and my mother started going, to church and i think my mother didn't want to go to church on her own and so my mother said well i'm just going to bring my oldest son that was me and so i was going to church from the time i was eight and uh, i loved church because church was where we played football (laughs) hallelujah church is a great place to play football you know i started at church playing football and there are some people that will start at church playing football but don't underestimate that beginning I grew up in church but when I um, when I was in my early uh, like teenage years around 12 13 uh, even younger I started to show signs of some real brokenness in my heart Uh, there were things going on in my heart and life real brokenness uh, some things related to a a lack of love and acceptance and uh, just some uh, things that I won't go into now but I was a bit broken on the inside and uh, and my youth group uh, and my youth leader really pursued me they pursued me with the love of god and we went actually up to a stadium event uh with uh that was being put on by a church called hillsong church you might have heard of them and uh, hillsong church was putting on a stadium event and i was in that stadium event and i was 14 years old and someone preached the gospel Someone preached it straight. They didn't preach it watered down. They didn't preach to me a Western gospel. They didn't give me a diluted gospel. They gave it to me straight. And I realized that though I was going to church, hear me, though I was going to church, I didn't feel I had forgiveness of my sin. And I didn't feel I'd ever made a decision to say, Jesus Christ, you can have my life. I was going to church, but I didn't know I was forgiven. And I'd never actually said, Jesus Christ, you can have me come into my heart. I give you my life. And when she, a woman, when she preached the gospel, I was convicted. And I went forward in that stadium and said, Jesus, have my life. Forgive me of everything I've done wrong. You can have my life. And I want to tell you from, from that day onwards, I wasn't just attending to church. I was passionate. Like I was hungry. I loved church. I loved God. I was, I was in church meetings up to four times a week. Uh, I was in church meetings where the Holy Spirit would come and all kinds of wild things would happen. And I loved it. And, uh, and all these things would happen. Healings would happen. People would prophesy. And I absolutely loved it. And I wanted to be in church as a teenager. And, and, I, and, the, and, I, and I give all the glory and the honor to Jesus for that. And I grew up in church, and I was so thankful to grow up in church, and grow up in a church that celebrated the Holy Spirit. And I want to just say, by the way, I'm a, I'm a product of, in a sense, a product of mass evangelism. I dedicated my life to Jesus in a stadium. I believe in mass evangelism. I believe in stadiums and arenas being filled with the presence of Jesus Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ. I went on and uh, grew up, studied in Australia. I had a great job uh, as an economist in Australia. But there was something inside of me that knew I was called to more. Something inside of me said, I'm called to see more in my life than what I'm seeing. I'm called to see people born again through my life. I'm called to preach the good news of Jesus. I'm, I believe I'm actually called to see sick people healed. I believe that I'm called to see churches planted, but I'm not seeing it right now. And that hunger led me to attend a school uh, in California, in a place called Bethel Church in California in the United States. I sold all my belongings, I quit a great job in Australia. They, gave, they offered me more money, a whole lot more money, and said, would you stay? I said, thank you so much, but I just need to go to this school in California. And so I went to this school, and my life completely changed. And uh, I, I was turned upside down for the kingdom of God. And uh, I, just re- I, I just began to realize who God had made me to be, and I just fell in love with this God that... Has a kingdom that is advancing where nothing's impossible. Where literally we could see regions and cities saved. And when I heard preachers and, and men and women talking about regions being saved through the gospel of the kingdom, I was burning on the inside. And I was saying, I want my life to be dedicated to that. And so I just. For a couple of years in the school, I just laid my life on the altar and said, God, take my life. And uh, I, after a few years in the school, I was very fortunate to be invited on staff a, as a pastor. And, and then I was pastoring in the School of Ministry at Bethel Church. And then later, uh, I began to move more into being an evangelist in, in, the, in, the, in the church as well, after I studied at the Reinhard Bonnke School of Evangelism, which will definitely change your life. And, uh, and the great ministry of Reinhard Bonnke continues today, Christ for All Nations, and so thankful for that. but. You know, in 2017, I, I started to hear the Lord speak in a very unusual way. My wife and I, we we met there at Bethel Church, we got married, we were both on staff at Bethel Church for four years, everything was glorious, like we were just so blessed, we were so thankful to just have a front row seat to modern day revival there at Bethel Church. We were so thankful and so blessed, but God began to speak to us in an unusual way. I remember my wife had a dream where she was moving across a, a map of Europe and uh, we were following this European leader across nations of Europe and nations of Europe were coming alive under the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. I had God speak to me in my bedroom in prayer one day about how God wanted to drive like a spear into the nation of Belgium, specifically Brussels, and he wanted to drive a spear into the heart of Europe and fly the flag of Jesus Christ and go into the heart of Europe and make a statement for the gospel in the heart of Europe. And that's what began my journey with with Belgium and Brussels. I'd never even been to Brussels, never even been to Belgium. And, And God began to speak to me about the significance of Brussels and Belgium. And so these unusual things were happening. People would meet, I remember this young woman met us in a cafe in California and she said, are you guys moving to Europe? I said, no, can't you see how much the sun shines here in California? We're at Bethel Church, we're, we're having a wonderful time. No, we're not moving to Europe. She said, oh, I just thought I thought you were moving to Europe. Some I don't know if I heard that or where that came from. I just thought you were moving to Europe. Meanwhile, my wife and I are going, what is going on? And uh, one other final thing I mentioned, another man, he had a a trusted man in our school of ministry had a dream where my wife and I, we were moving around Europe and I was one of many people and there was a big cross over my head and we were moving around Europe, lighting fires for the gospel around Europe. Meanwhile, I was attending events such as an event in Stockholm, Sweden, uh, called Awakening Europe in 2016 where I think there was something like 13,000 people in a stadium, not in Africa, not in Dallas, Texas, not in you know some of these wonderful hotspots of revival in the world, but there was a stadium event in Stockholm, Sweden, with 13,000 people, and I saw with my own eyes people on a mass scale being born again. I saw people with my own eyes being healed in a stadium. I saw hundreds of people wave their hands but saying i'm being healed of deafness in a stadium event in stockholm sweden in 2016 i began to realize that god was doing something unique and something very special in this continent of europe and so we sat down with our leaders um, at bethel church and we just shared this and said we feel like god is speaking to us Uh, what do you think about this Uh, we we feel like we might we maybe are supposed to move to europe somewhere and uh and they each one of them said this feels like the lord you should go and we were wonderfully sent out by bethel church in 2017 and so now we are blessed to live here in oslo with a heart for norway but especially a heart for europe and so i'm excited to be here in this continent now i I know we've just been through a pandemic and it has been a crazy time but what God has spoken he will surely accomplish what God has promised for this continent, he will most definitely accomplish. As, as it's uh, written in Isaiah 55, what the Lord has promised, he will most certainly bring to pass, is what Isaiah 55 says. And what God has spoken over this continent, he will most certainly bring to pass. I want to just share in a few minutes what I believe the Lord is doing in this continent of Europe now. I believe we are in the early stages of a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Europe. We are in the very early stages. It has begun. I I think it's only in the early stages, but I believe we are in the beginning stages of a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Europe. I believe there's a few things that will characterize this great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. First of all, I believe that we are to prepare ourselves for many, many Europeans coming into the kingdom of God. I believe that this will undeniably be a a souls revival. There will be many many souls one for Jesus Christ. I believe that we need to prepare ourselves for a great harvest as it were in this continent. Now I I actually think evangelists and evangelism is going to be a key thread if you will, in this revival, I actually think that in this outpouring of the Holy Spirit, evangelists are really going to be key leaders. Not that they 're going to run the show that 's not biblical, but that just all i 'm saying is that look for evangelists and people with a heart for the lost to really be at the sort of at the, the pointy end of the spear, if you will it 's not just them that are going to be important, but I just believe that we're, we need to prepare ourselves for Jesus the evangelist to really emerge in Europe. Number two, I really believe that um, this is going to be a a time where we will see signs and wonders, the power of the gospel displayed. Biblically speaking, this gospel of the kingdom is not a matter of talk, it's a matter of power. This gospel of the kingdom is not a matter of just us having great talks, great sermons, great videos on social media. The kingdom is a matter of power. And I believe that we need to be ready to display the raw power of God. What does that look like? It looks like healing the sick. It looks like miracles in Jesus' name. It looks like people encountering the very presence of God, not just a great sermon, but actually encountering God face to face. I believe we need to prepare ourselves for a display of the power of God. We've seen it in previous centuries. We've seen it under the ministries uh, of of the early church. We've seen it under the ministries of people like Catherine Coleman. We've seen it under the, the ministries of people like Smith Wigglesworth. But we need to prepare ourselves for the power of God to be displayed. Number three and finally, I believe it's going to be a very unique worship movement actually. I think there's going to be something unique about this movement in the Holy Spirit this outpouring of the Spirit where people are going to be intimate face to face with the Lord they're going to be worshipers. not just that we're going to sing great songs but the people are going to be worshipers. they're not the songs that we sing and the times that we sing and pray to the Lord in meetings it's not just going to be warm up for the sermon. Please, can we be delivered of songs that are just warm up for the sermon? No, we need to prepare ourselves for the people leading in prayer and worship and it going for maybe an hour, maybe two hours and maybe even longer because people just want to worship the Lord. They want to encounter the living God. And so I believe those three things is really what's going to characterize this great outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Friends, we need to be prepared. We have hope. Romans 15 says that God is the God of hope. I have hope for tomorrow for Europe. I have hope for the future for Europe. Coronavirus is there. It's soon going away, hopefully. But it's there, whatever. It does not matter. God's plans have not been derailed. God's word has not been derailed by COVID. We need to simply lift up our eyes, listen to what he's saying. Remember that his plans, purposes, they will be accomplished. It's, it's undeniable. The enemy cannot, cannot stop what God has said will be done. I believe he's going to pour out his spirit in this continent in a massive way. Friends, I want to pray for you. It's an honor to be with you tonight. I want to close just by praying for you at home. Let's pray together. God, I thank you for what you're doing in this continent. We believe you've said in your heart and you've spoken, I am doing a unique thing in Europe. In, in, a, in a sense, it's Europe's time. It's Europe's time. I believe you've said the words, it's possible. Europe shall be saved. I believe you've said it's possible. I believe you've said it will be done. Europe shall be saved. Let it be done according to your plans and purposes, Lord. And help us line up with you and your your heart and your word help us line up lift up our eyes and line up with our hearts our thoughts and our words with what you're saying and doing in this continent and right now i speak to every man and woman at home that is sick and troubled in any way any man or woman at home right now that has physical sickness or mental torment I want to speak to you right now and pray healing and deliverance for you right now if you are at home and you are sick or tormented in any way I want you just to put your hands out before the Lord just as an act of faith put your hands out before the Lord if you are sick or tormented right now In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak healing to you, my friend, in Jesus' name. To men, women, children that are watching at home, I speak the healing and deliverance power of Jesus Christ to you right now. I see fear being broken off of people. I see anxiety being broken off of people. I see hopelessness being broken off of people. I speak healing to people watching at home right now in Jesus' name. Viruses are leaving, diseases are leaving, pain is leaving torment in the body is leaving constant pain is leaving now in the name of jesus to to those with their hands stretched out watching right now i say jesus is your healer jesus is your deliverer be healed be delivered in the wonderful, mighty name of Jesus. He deserves all the glory, and I give him yes. all that glory right now. Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the honor. Bless your wonderful name. Friends, thank you so much. God bless you.
0: Amen. Yes. Thank Hallelujah. you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Matt King. Amen. That's great. Hallelujah. We believe in revival amen and transformation praise god hallelujah this is good news europe direct from oslo norway amen and we have these wonderful people with us amen so worship amen
1: say to you alone, be all the honor. Come on all over, give the Lord praise, give the Lord your worship. Jesus, we say thank you. You deserve the glory. of hell. We will worship you forever girls
0: Stay there, well, we have few minutes left here, and uh, this is what Europe did, the holy ghost and in Acts chapter nineteen, you know when Paul came to Ephesus, he was like he was sniffing uh, uh, in the spirit, he was sniffing uh, because that was a center for evil worship of uh, the great Diana or uh, the queen artemis and he was thinking here can't be any christian because the tone is so demonic possessed but then he find 12 disciples there in ephesus and the first question he gave them was did you receive the holy ghost when you come to faith and they say we haven't even heard about there is a holy ghost <laughs> and then he <laughs> He he, he preached to them, and then he laid hand upon them so they could be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And then they start to prophesy, and they're speaking other tongues, and for two years, whole Turkey was changed by the power of God. Hallelujah. That's what we need in Oslo. We need it in Stockholm. We need it in prague we need it in london we need it everywhere in bristol hallelujah amen when the holy ghost is coming yes he will pour out his holy spirit upon all flesh and anointing of the holy spirit will break every yoke hallelujah that is upon people sickness and disease have to fly away hallelujah people that are demon possessed will be free because this is the gospel, the full gospel of Jesus Christ, that He gave them the commandment. Go out in the whole world, preach the gospel to all creation, and lay hand upon the sick, and they shall recover and cast out demons. And of course, there is a lot of demon activity in Europe today. Where people are uh, are calling for the old gods, you know, uh, but uh, praise God that Jesus Christ is Lord. That's what we proclaim, and and uh, the light shall shine bright in Europe. Hallelujah! That's why we have this program. Good news that we send now on Vision Norge and Vision Heaven. Hallelujah! And we believe that. Uh, Together with all churches and, uh, and ministers here in Europe, the fire shall burn uh, brightly, hallelujah, and uh, Europe shall be known as a place where the gospel shine, that the light of Jesus Christ shine. This is the last days we're living in, and we have got a mission field even in to our back backyard. Hallelujah! That's why we do what we do. We are the only one that have so a program, Christian program in Somalian. We have it in Croatian. You know, we have it even in Arabic and in in Farsi. So we reach a lot of people through our vision, a Sweden TV channel. Amen. And we believe, you know, that the call of God. Uh, Is open us to have a TV channel in every nation in Europe hallelujah that have been prophesied and We are so thankful, you know to Cindy Jacob the prophet She prophesied over Inger and me 20 years ago. Hallelujah and We didn't have TV at that time and uh, That was straight into our situation But I ask you now if you haven't received jesus as your savior and lord you are not born again you don't have an encounter with god you know like matt uh, said here you can go to church but if you are not born again you don't know anything you just are religious but god wants to touch you know that you can receive jesus into your life as your savior and lord so just pray This simple prayer with me now and say, Jesus Christ, I invite you now into my heart. Then you say, Jesus Christ, I invite you now into my heart to be my Savior and Lord, to be my Savior and Lord. Thank you that your Holy Spirit is coming over me now, so I will be born again. Thank you that your Holy Spirit is coming over me now, so I get born again. Thank you for the blood, Jesus, that cleaned me from all my sin. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood that cleaned me from all my sin. Thank you f- that I know have I become a child of God. Because your words say that everyone that received him, he given them the right to be the child of God. So thank you, Jesus, that you touched the people here now. Hallelujah. With healing power and baptize people in the Holy Spirit right now around Europe. Hallelujah. And Scandinavia. Amen. Thank you. Then you're closing the broadcast tonight. Amen. Give them a big hand. Amen. Hallelujah.